Hi, Lisa. Are you on? <laughs> are you on? Are we on? Testing, oh, testing. Are we on? Are we on? Oh my gosh. I think we, I, this was probably my first time that I got on early and we have you tested heard. the technical stuff. I know. So hopefully everything will go well because we only have one. I only have one comment. Do you see more? So we have Chris from East Lansing, Michigan, my home state. Love it. Welcome. Welcome. All right. Thank you, everybody. Curtis Hendricks. Hi. All right. Well, gosh, welcome everybody today uh, to all our viewers who watch uh, Facebook, YouTube, those that listen to the show on their favorite podcast apps that include Spotify, Pandora, Google, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. That's a lot of different platforms. We love it. Sorry, I clicked this one on you guys. I don't know how. Oh, hi. There we go. Okay. Okay. And then uh, thank you for all. (laughs) No, still a technical difficulty. Don't touch the buttons. Last time you did that, you ended the live stream for us before we were done. Don't touch the buttons. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Okay. And then just wanted to thank... um, Special thanks to Naveed, our producer, and our marketing team. We couldn't do this without you guys. So thank you so much. Um, And welcome, everybody. Well, let's give some shout outs. Someone says, I haven't seen your cooking show in a while. Well, you guys, if you were a Facebook that said that, go to my YouTube channel because you can find a lot of all of the videos and my cooking shows over there or go to the website, amyroloffslittlekitchen.com. So I'm still doing that. I'm trying to do my recipes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, you're right. Oh, you know what? Yes. Let's oh Deb. I think I'm well, Deb, but oh yeah, when we do Deb, but I also think I have yeah. this either chocolate cookie, but I might make it into a brownie, a brownie with chocolate ganache and crumbled uh peppermint candy on it. So it's like a peppermint Ooh. brownie or cookie. With a ganache Yum. on it. I saw something ganache. like that from uh, Pioneer Woman. It ganache sounded so anything. delicious. Ganache anything, right? And then oh I'll have chunks gosh. of chocolate within it. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Good. So Beautiful. look for it, guys. Yes, I think you're right. Love Maybe, it. Um, <laughs> you're making well, Curtis hungry. <laughs> someone said, oh, uh, Mark, any plans for a cookbook for Christmas? Well, guess what? The cookbook is out. Just yes. go to com, hit the link or buy, and then there you we can, go right here. And it's out, you guys. I love yeah, it. Scan the QR lot of the code. Recipes. Yeah, it's a lot of the recipes that I've been doing all in book form, which I prefer. So, and it even's got room to make your notes. So if you edit the recipe, you can edit Journal. and make those changes so you can remember what you did to it. So, right, right. Yeah. So, so anyway. Maria is asking, um, oh, where did it go? She asked if you were touring with your book. Uh, not at this time, no, but who yeah. knows? Who knows? Yeah, no, no, not currently touring and stuff like that. Um, Lisa and I have always had this dream of doing our own show, not our own show, our own travel, who knows what it is. Um, but we, we always, uh, you know, we always like to do charity work and do good for a community. And I thought it'd be great for small, some of these smaller communities to, um, you know, go in there and find a project that everyone wants to do and do a cooking thing and raise some money, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, travel and meet around. everyone. 
I would like to that. pick a home to go in and cook with you. So, well, you you're you have a mission to talk about I that with know. somebody. So you might, if you don't want to do it, I'll help you do that together. We can. I'm talk a horrible about salesperson. <laughs> I know. We need to talk. We need to talk. All right. Well, um, look at somebody... this. We got much love from Alaska. We got um, Erie, Canada, or did it say Michigan? Oh. I can't remember. Or Pennsylvania, Lake Erie. But anyway, we got Danbury, Connecticut. Oh, hello from Michigan. I love reading these shout outs. Texas, yeah. Someone asked if we sell t-shirts. So just so you know, too, just go to amyroffslittlekitchen.com and we have a whole store there that you can buy fun stuff, aprons and different things. And we'll talk about that a little later, but just wanted to put that out there. Oh, yeah. You can buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got Virginia. We got Tampa, Florida. Lopez Island, Washington. Where's Lopez Island, Washington? Up in the San Juans. Interesting. Long Island, New York. Colleen Pascuzzi. Awesome. We haven't seen anyone. Oh, we have Ireland. Oh, Ireland. Ireland. Hello from Ireland, Tina. I'm coming out to Ireland, Dublin area for my nephew's wedding. I'm so, so excited. Yes. He's staying in a castle kitchen at gmail.com give me some highlights of what to do and see in dublin area where even get to stay in a castle oh, i'm ooh, so excited ooh. wow look at all these vermont new zealand oh they're going so fast i can't oh here's one well we got Kentucky, say here's from hawaii Anchorage. megan from hawaii trying to pop some of these in here here's oh here's another mary from greetings ireland. from ireland yeah. Syracuse, right, New York. Mary. Well, how fun, you guys. Thank you. Lysleeks has said, thank you all so much for joining us. We've got a really special guest that we'll get to in a few minutes here. Yeah, um, yeah. I know of her and she's wonderful. She's a huge, she's fun. And, you know, if you guys, when once you get to see her and know her, um, hopefully you'll follow her because she is really great at what she does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's um, give a few yeah. more shout outs. Stephanie Curry from Sarasota, Florida. And then we have Carrie Tynes from Los Angeles, California. Woohoo! Candy Harris from Chicago, Illinois. Ooh, my neck of the woods. Patty Smith from yeah. Houston, Texas. Ooh, ooh, awesome. Well, like Amy said, we're going to bring on a special guest here shortly. We're going to talk about embracing our true selves, energizing for the holidays. Hopefully we and get to that. Sometimes we only I stay know. on one subject the whole time. So if that happens, then we'll just well, it's very push that to the next about time. The topic, though, embracing our true selves, because I think really what that means, um, I, you know, I, I love you know, finding out who we are, but I also don't like if we get too stuck on ourselves and we forget to look beyond yeah. ourselves and at other people. But I also think embracing our true selves, which we'll hear a little bit from Tara as well, is you got to know who you are, but you don't have to know yourself completely before you step forward and you know, get outside your box a little bit and reach out to other people. But I think embracing your two, true self is a lifelong, call yourself a project. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, well, I, I had to, to welcome... say something. No, that's good. And I want to say welcome to Laura Amos because she said this is her first time here. So oh, thanks Laura, for watching, thank you. Laura. Woohoo, we appreciate it. Okay, so... Be ready for a giveaway at the end of the show. 
we're going to have two lucky winners to receive fall aprons. And Amy's going to get her apron, I think, unless she fell off oh. her chair just now. I'm not sure. Did you fall <laughs> you off know, your chair? No, but you What's know, this happening? is like being a little person. It fell off my chair. Oh, the apron. No, the oh. apron did. Oh. But I'm not, my arms aren't long enough to reach down and get it. So I have to hop off the chair and then get back on. And I brought a tissue just to wipe my eyes because ah. you like fell off the chair. <laughs> So it's, but I'm sure okay. Naveed has a better picture than I do. Yes. Okay. There it is. So two lucky winners, one from Facebook and one from YouTube will be um, receiving one of these aprons at the end of the show. We're going to have a code word. And if you stay on and write the code word, you could be one of our lucky winners. So yeah, this is a fun apron too for the holidays. Just oh yeah. for just you know, cooking your Thanksgiving turkey dinner in that. I mean, how fun is that? So I think it's, yeah, um, and I think it's durable too. It's washable. It's, we yeah, love it's, it. It, it's good. We love it. It's good. And if you're I not like a winner it. or you just want to buy one or right now you can just scan the QR code. It's right there and you can order an apron right from our uh, store. So anyway, how fun. All right, Amy, let's, let's get started. Oh, we don't um, know the password yet, do we? Oh, no, and I you're do. not going to tell I better us. Say don't it. tell. No, don't say the past. Oh, I can't you guys take you know? anywhere. No. no. <laughs> I always like to give Lisa a little run for her money. You do. Because we were just talking about this yin and yang thing. Yeah. Amy's the yeah. creative. I'm kind of more structured. So it's like trying to keep her on track. But at the same time, it can't be a rigid format either, right? No. We have to have but, fun doing this. But, we have but to the have thing fun. is, Though you, I wanted to call you rigid. You're just a little more uh, structured, a little more formal. Structured. You pay a little more attention to some of the details that are very much necessary in order for things to function and run. And I think that's what makes sometimes good friendships. It, it, it is a little bit of yin and yang. Because if we were both a yang, we probably wouldn't get anything done. If we were too much a yin, <laughs> we wouldn't get anything done either because it'd be no something fun. totally different. So yeah, I think it's, yeah. you know, whenever I think you're finding in a relationship, definitely something in common, but you compliment each other and, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I, love I it. wouldn't be able to do what I do creative if it wasn't for some sort of structure behind the scenes or up front with me. So yeah, yep, Lisa and I it. go a long way. Yep, we do. We do. Well, do you want to introduce our very, okay. very special guest? Do, do, do. We, we, we don't I think we're ready. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did. You did do page an introduction. Two. Page two. Page two. <laughs> no, I got, paragraph. I got it. Page All right. Two, well, paragraph. some of you guys may know who she is. I think she's fabulous. Um, I think she's done so much. One of the things I have really enjoyed this past month, if you don't know, uh, October is Dwarfism Awareness Month. And the actual day, I think, is October 25th, because that's when we recognize mm -hmm. Billy Barty, who is the founder of Little People of America, our organization that so many of us are members of. But anyway, she, you may recognize her from Little Woman of L.A. She was one Ooh. of those who was part of that group. But not only that, I also think she helped create and was a part of making that happen. So to me, that is hugely tremendous but yeah does she have a vibrant presence oh she sure does 
And she me does. being as old as I am, she, I don't know, she makes me young again. But uh, she's it. got TikTok, IG, and social media platforms, which are fabulous. She talks a lot about TikTok. her family. TikTok. What, what did I say? TikTok. <laughs> I meant TikTok. So she's got a great presence on all the social media platforms. But even though we may know and, each other, this is um, yeah. this will definitely be a fun chat. Uh, hopefully, I know, not hopefully, I know I'll get to know a little bit more about her. But also the most important thing I want her to be able to share with all of you. And that's really what I love about our my this live that Lisa and I do. Because we don't get too serious, but I like a good conversation because I think... I enjoy hearing people's stories. I think everyone has a story and to be able to share a little bit of that, I think we can always learn from other people's stories, even though we're similar, we're different, whatever it may be. So that's what I like this to be is having people on that just shares a little bit of our stories because, oh, yeah, by the way, she is a little person. (laughs) And I love it. I think that is huge because you all may know me from my show, but hearing a viewpoint from someone else that is also a little person, I think is very valuable too, because we can all learn from each other, whether we're, you know, tall, short, different culture, different, whatever. So anyway, Tara, thanks for being on. Hi guys. Hi Tara. Hi. Hi, How are you doing? Great. How are y'all? I'm honored to be here with you guys. Well, thank you. Well, thank, thank you, you so, for so very participating much. Yes. In our crazy, you know what? crazy. One talk. of the, oh yeah. Um, one of the things that I, you know, as we talk about, you know, embracing our two true selves, you being younger and being a part of the whole social media share with us like I said, I think you did a fabulous job on Dwarfism Awareness Month. I think you posted something yes. every day or every other day. So and they were fun. They weren't like all this technical stuff and don't say this, don't say this. But, oh, they, they were just so fun. Do you think that was part of not only embracing you, verbalizing this, but also sharing with other people such valuable information about us that are different and other people may not know. I think, honestly, so every October I share things about dwarfism awareness. And I felt like this year I wanted it to feel more like a conversation that I have with someone that could be a young child or even an adult. And I wanted it to be something that wasn't like on it, 1947, there was, you know, I didn't want it to feel like it was so... You didn't want it to be structured? Like, yeah. <laughs> Instead, I wanted to share, like, fun facts that maybe people yeah. didn't know in a in a more whimsical way. And um, it, it came off really well. I actually uh, started a series called Learn a Little, Buy a Little. <laughs> I know. I know. It, it was fabulous. Ooh. Yeah. But do, you, but do you think that helped you? Or Um, are you very comfortable in your own skin? Yes and no. I mean, I think that every little person that feels confident in their own skin does have their days where they're questioning themselves. Um, But overall, I felt like this, the confidence really came when I felt that it was being received well. 
And no matter how many times, even if you have 100,000 people that receive it well, you're going to have a small percentage that still has to be snooty-wooty and say their two cents. But I feel like the overall public um, received all of the knowledge well. And I am not a doctor. I am just a little person. And so I tried to But it's from from your perspective. And I think that's what's key. Yeah, Most definitely. And I think that that's like... An interesting thing, and you were mentioning uh, October 25th, and you are correct because that is Billy Barty's birthday. Oh, Thank oh, goodness I got that oh, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, I think never... one of the, I think one of the things too about being who we are. But I also think whether you're a different race or a different culture, even though we may not want it, even though we don't want to deal with it or feel like we have to. I think our lives need to be an advocate for that community in one way, shape, or, or another when it feels comfortable to us. Because even though, like you said, you know, we'll get some of those comments that do whatever, but because of all the challenges that we may have overcome, we kind of say boohoo. But when it becomes a lot, it's like, how do you find that inner strength to say, you know what? but I'm living the best life that I know how totally. and I can't please everyone. I mean, I'm not asking you to like me, but at least respect me, at least appreciate, you know, who I am or the things I can do or can't do or help me find a way to do it. Um, how do you keep, cause I'm sure, uh, you know, in the very beginning when we did our show, I'm not saying every little person was a big fan of our show and we were okay with that. But I think some of the comments were unjust. Right. I think with you doing Little Women of L.A., I'm sure you got a lot of comments that were like, okay, really? Does this really depict, quote, our community? Because whether we like it or not, we do represent a community. However, we also have to do things that mean something to us, that we feel good about, that we feel comfortable and okay with. How did you overcome some of those things? Honestly, I feel that um, I knew that there was more to little people than the family life. And I wanted to kind of show like a sisterhood relationship. And yes, it was catty. And yes, it was everything like real housewives turned little (laughs) with less money. But but I feel that um, giving that perspective was um, a really great way to show the franchise and to really like um, show that we are just like everybody else. It's just yeah. not just in the family circles. Yeah. Um, but I feel that throughout my life and um, in this industry that there there is a point where I am using my height to my advantage. And I think that uh, my height is my advantage and mm-hmm. I embrace that. But with yeah. that said, I also want to help others respect that. And so I feel that you know, there's there are times where I like to enlighten the general public yeah. to my yeah. best preference, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be somebody else's preference. I don't know. But I think yeah. that all you can do is your best and have yeah. fun with right. it. And the more fun you have, the more fun that the audience relates to you. And it's Absolutely. just it's a whirlwind. <laughs> but I also yeah. think sometimes we have to use that to our advantage because some people shut down by just seeing us physically. But when we use that height or whatever to our advantage, we can show them so much more, whether it be at a job, an accountant, a doctor, or office administrator, a teacher, or whatever you're doing, 
or on social media entertaining or something like that. It's like, yeah, you know, because why not? Because you have, you know, so many people just shut down from that. And in order to do that, we take advantage of our height. So many people um, feel like this is an end game for them. Even parents. And I speak with parents on a regular basis about um, how they were so traumatized when they found out they were having a little person. Yeah, but you know what? I would would be too. Yeah. Here's a question right here from Alicia Luan. Um, they, they, they want to know where they could go. They have a seven month old, uh, that has a form of dwarfism. I'm not sure what kind, just so I can ask others with dwarfism, you know, how they can help me, you know, talk about it and stuff. I mean, to her, my first question would be, well, what kind of dwarfism? Because that puts it in some sort of context, but I don't know where you would send them, but I would always say, go to L, uh, little Little people People of America. America. The uh, little people, oh, LPA online.org. online.org. Or uh, there's a many Facebook pages, but they're usually private pages because we don't want every Tom, Dick, and Harry going on those pages. Oh, they're private pages, but, um, you know, they'll vet you out. But uh, whether it be different parts of the country, so depending on where you're at, you can just type in dwarfism and you might find some groups and other pages of parents and other people that have kids with dwarfism or adults with dwarfism Mm -hmm. that may be able to help you out there. But do you have any other suggestions? I mean, I I don't know where else to say on that one. So a lot of times at seven months old, if you are um, average stature parents, sometimes yeah. I've seen pediatricians totally just immediately say that you're ACON and you're not. Yeah. Um, so oh. once you're um, wow. diagnosed by a geneticist, then you can actually really know what type of dwarfism you have. And there are groups on Facebook, as Amy was yep. saying, um, for specific types of dwarfism that um, can hopefully help help you parent as well as um, help your child socialize with other people that are just like them. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Un- unless you have a very, you know, someone that specializes or is very aware in the genetics of, of dwarfism, can they give you an idea of maybe what kind of dwarfism your child has? But also orgit genetic testing because there's over what 200, 250. Yeah. There, there's over 200 different types of dwarfism, and they're just slight variations or they're big differences between those different types. But um, it's it's truly I, I didn't see who said that, but um, I you know it's really why on. one one of the reasons why we did our show. Um, and I've mentioned yes. this to many of you guys before. It's I didn't want to do this this show. It's like, and I was Tara telling Tara earlier, we grow up with people looking at us. We grow up with people calling us names and it doesn't end just because you're a kid. It even happens when you're an adult, 100%. when you're looking for oh, yeah. a job or dating or relationships or whatever you're doing. Or even doing. on a show, being a celebrity, yeah. all those things, it doesn't stop. It's almost that. like and, you uh, can't uh, win. But to no, me, it's like, yes. it's not about winning. It's about doing what you think is comfortable and you feel good about. But also we did our show in order to just get, give people a glimpse that we're not this fantasy type of image or person well, or human being. And, we're real people and what just I learned, like everybody what, else. Yes. And what I learned even just going through the month of dwarfism awareness is that is it uh, anybody can have a 
child with dwarfism. And people don't realize that. And just like Elaine, the same person who said her seven month old here, all of her other, um, you know, family members are of average height, but uh, she has a seven month old. And so it's very, it can happen to anyone. Well, so, what Tara explained very well on her, you know, social media about all, all through October dwarfism a month, when you got two every size parents and they end up with a dwarf child, I'm assuming that that dwarf child's probably an acon, but I won't assume that because until, you know, you get medically checked out, it's a fluke mutation of the genes. But like yeah. for me, because I am an acon, Tara's an acon, depending on who we marry, then depends on whether we have an acon or the chances of mm -hmm. having an acon and all that stuff. Because and she is married to, well, she is married to, a, Tara is married to another dwarf who's a different type of dwarfism, just like I was when I married Matt. So, yeah. And so I feel that saying... a lot of people don't realize that 80% of all little people are born to average size parents. Like, yeah, uh, that's what you, I'm seeing myself, that. we all had average size parents. My husband had average size yep. parents. So did I. Yeah. And uh, so it's not that uncommon. And when people are like, well, it doesn't run in my family. Like that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, a, it's right. It's it, it's one of the hardest things for me to accept was this uh, term from my biology teacher was genetic mutation. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and I, I but I then I just felt like I had like a Marvel superpower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think well, have Tara, you heard you... of neurofibromatosis? That's what Elaine's saying that the child has. She has neurofibromatosis type one. I have not I, heard of that. I, I don't know. I, but again, there are so many different yeah. types that I've never heard of. Um, yeah. So I, I, and there are some types that are uncommon, but mm -hmm. they are, you know, they do fall under the category of, you know, having dwarfism. One of the things that I remember you putting out there, and I say it all the time, even um, I always say my Jeremy is average height, Zach will, you know, be a little person because often so many people say, well, that's normal. And I'm like, well, I don't think I'm unnormal. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty normal for a person with Torvis. Uh, I'm not, you know, some crazy thing. So it's really, and that's a tweak in terminology and I don't take offense when people say normal. Yeah. I just say, Oh, you mean average height. Yeah. I, I just go like that, you know? And I, I just, I also think that it's just, um, it's something that also comes with time, you know, mm -hmm. like I feel like parents maybe initially will say normal versus average, but I think that um, like when they are raising their child and they see how normal their child is, mm -hmm. then their language changes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I agree. And and like you said earlier, you know, part of embracing, you know, our true self is really understanding how we feel yeah. about ourselves, whether you have dwarfism or whether, you know, something else is going on in your life. We can be so self-critical of ourselves uh, so unnecessarily. I right. mean, let's not beat ourselves up before we even step outside the door. I mean, it's exactly. like, okay, I have dwarfism. Yeah. You know, it's a lifelong learning thing. It's taken me a long time to get where I'm at, but I'm like, okay, but I'm here. You know, it's, it's uh, well, one of the biggest things, unfortunately, was when I, you know, uh, uh, got divorced. So many other women 
including whether you had dwarfism or not, could really, you know, go down a deep rabbit hole that isn't a very good place. But I tell you, I was so proud of the fact that I walked, you know, out of that thinking, no way. No, I like me. I am good. This may have not worked out, but it doesn't mean I'm some bad person. I still had heart. I still had very good intentions and stuff. Whether I get married again, which I am, but whether I get married again, that's not the point. The point was really about I like me and embracing yourself, your true self to me is learning how you like me, but don't stay there until it's absolutely perfect because it never will be. Mm -mm. Just take that each and every day and say, you know what? I'm good. I can do this and I'm going to do my best. And you go out there and just do it. But when so many people take this term and wait till they're perfect, it's, you're going to miss so much. Definitely. And that, I think that a lot of the younger generation, like we were talking about like the hardest times of growing up and how, um, what's the hardest time to be a little person. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, right now I feel like it's pretty hard within elementary school and even going, as we were talking about going through dating life uh, um, in that initial stage, because children are, uh, very, single-minded when it comes to things that they accept or things that they think is beautiful in this world because of what social media or television has taught them. And Mm -hmm. I feel like um, having that positive, confident role model like you, it's very easy to have that shift of saying, oh, okay, well, that's not like a scary thing. That's just a short thing. (laughs) Yeah, and yeah. and and just to Being have different. people, yeah, and just to have people see that there are a lot more possibilities than not, and sometimes we can get into this rut. Well, I can't do that because I'm little. Oh, I can't do this because I'm little. Well, wait a minute, who's telling you that? You, totally. or is it other people? Well, if it's other people, but you don't believe, you don't think it, and you don't believe it, go out and do it and prove them wrong, because sometimes we, you know, and I was I was all about that. I, I was a, um, I was very much a people pleaser. I always tried to fit into what I would call the average size world right? and, um, try to fit in dress like them, even though mentally, you know, in my mind, I'm like, well, if I wear that dress, I'm not going to look like that. This will look, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. It, it, it took me a long time. I, I would all, I, yeah, it, it took me a very, very long time all through college. I, yeah, I was I, not uh, who I'm I not- am trying to I'm not at all trying to do a plug but on dancing with the stars I like that was one of the most paranoid moments yes. when I was auditioning because yeah. I was like where's my face gonna be I know yes, <laughs> yes. Oh. My oh god yes yes <laughs> okay I, all okay Yes. Oh my gosh. What is in this area? <laughs> yes. That that just gave me chills because it's yeah. like I wouldn't think about that right so <laughs> this is very good at being aware of yeah. Oh, wow. Well, and, and I think that's one of the things about, you know, our show and, you know, Tara's show too, is that like, you know, I've, I've told people, I think I've kind of talked about it on here, even when I play with my husband, Chris and good friends, pickleball, yeah. I can play pickleball. Right. I have no problem playing pickleball, but I also knew when I said yes to pickleball, that my arm reach wouldn't be as big as, as long 
I couldn't hit, you know, I can hit overhand, but it's so easy for them to get the ball over me and I couldn't. So there were definitely things that I knew, but I'm a very good pickleball player for me. Now, other people seeing me, well, you missed that ball. You did that. You did that. And I'm like, well, yeah, but look at what I did do. Or even when my score just got 10 times better. Yes. Or even when Chris asked me on the bike, on the motorcycle ride, I think Tara, you can relate to us. Our minds already like in a snap, we either say yes or no, because our minds already know this is how I'm going to do it. This is what I need to do, or this is what it's going to look like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the other people asking us have no clue, but I don't expect them to have a clue because if I did, then I'd have to, you know, say, Hey, you know, I will, but I may need help with this or I do that because that's the thing about, I think even different cultures, different race having dwarfism or whatever it may be. We cannot expect people to know all of these things. I mean, I'm still learning about being a dwarf. I mean, here I am this age and I'm already wondering like, okay, you've had that surgery. You've had that back surgery because that's typically what happens. I don't even know, like, help me. You know, we're always learning. And so I think part of embracing yourself is really knowing who you are or want to be, but also knowing it's a, it's a lifelong journey. It's not over just because, Oh, I like me, you know, type of thing. And no matter what, I feel like a lot of times um, our perspective of life is really given to us by our parents. Yeah. And I, yes, it's our friends, but also our parents really instill like you can do this or you can't do this. Yeah. And um, I feel like if what was one of the things that your parents you feel taught you? Uh, my mom was paranoid about everything. She mm-hmm. never wanted me to do mm-hmm. <laughs> anything, including oh, move out no. to California. Yeah. And so I, um, I found, and I feel like this is hopefully helpful for other people, but I found um, reading motivational books like Wayne Dyer and Anthony Robbins. And yeah. uh, oh, yeah. I mean, these people really helped me um, move out to California and mm-hmm. create a path that I was like, okay, this is not the life I want to live. I don't want to live in Texas. I want, mm-hmm. I want to be in the entertainment industry. I knew that from a very, very young age. So oh, I felt like I knew I wanted to be in this industry all along. And um, no matter what your parents tell you, yeah. I feel that at the end of the day, if you can feel it in your heart, then you, it can be your dream. Your dream can come true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How old were you when you moved out? I, I was 21 and I had about $300 in my pocket and I yeah. was scared. That's great. Wow. That's courageous. <laughs> my mom thought I was going to panhandle, <laughs> but I feel <laughs> like, um, yeah, here I am, you know, over 20 years later and um, I'm just, uh, I, I definitely want to instill that in, in my children and in everyone around me that just because you're told that you can't do that, you have to follow this path mm-hmm. in life that there is no path that you have to follow. It's, it's your path. You make the path. So, right. Right. That is Hi, Kevin. True. Thanks for being on live with us. Um, yeah. One of the best movies, not, I mean, there's many movies out there, but one of the movies I really liked, it, it was made some time ago and I can't remember. Toby McGuire may have been the main um, actor in it was October sky. It was back in the 50s or 60s or whenever the space program was just beginning to happen. But he, this character was raised in the coal mining town. Anyway, the only way to get out of coal mining town was football. 
Well, he was very much into science. His father said, no, you can't do that. So to your point, Tara, it's sometimes you find these individuals that may not be your parents, unfortunately, because they're scared themselves. Definitely. But it was through his teacher. And it was based on a true story that he and his friends had to travel so far away just to shoot up these rockets. But anyway, he became a part of the space program as, as you know, as adult, not an astronaut, but part of the space program. But I think it's very true. If there is something that you really believe wholeheartedly that this is what you want to do, search out some of those people that may encourage you. It could be a teacher. It could be someone in that field or whatever. But it's unfortunate that some parents, how should I say, they love their kids. They're worried about their kids, but they also can't get outside their own box sometimes because they're afraid. I see it even with like an average-sized parent that has an average-sized child with a little person child. I feel there is this babying that goes on with their little person child, and um, it really hurts them later in life. And it, instead of being treated just like their siblings. And I, I can't, um, I can't really tell you enough how important it is to treat your children the same, even though they may look differently. Yes, there are extra needs that they may have, but, um, overall they have the same abilities. Yeah. Well, I remember Mm -hmm. one of the things, and I've mentioned this in my book, a little me, in fact, we're going to do a big thing here coming up in a week or two, right, Lisa? at Amy Roloff's Little Kitchen in regards to my book, A Little Me. Anyway, one of the big things that I didn't know at the time, because I always thought I needed a little more um, affection or a little more like, yeah, Amy, good job. Yeah, Amy, this. But the one thing I appreciated from my parents was they didn't accommodate me being in my house. Like back in our day, we didn't have cell phones. We had the, you know, the phone hooked up on the wall. On the wall. you know, it wasn't down on a table. So I had to climb a stool to get the phone or, you know, things in the kitchen, the glasses and the plates weren't down low. They were on the higher shelf. So, you know, my mom was complaining that I was barefoot on the counter. I'm like, well, you have a choice. I'm either this or you move the stuff, (laughs) you know, but (laughs) the one thing that I appreciated about that, it made me think I can do things, even though my environment may not be conducive for me to do something, find a way. Like, I'm sure you probably have done it in the grocery store. I'm like, okay, there's no one down this aisle. I don't even see anyone around. So I get a broomstick because I want something on three shelves higher than me. And I kind of knock it down. It's not a glass jar, but you know, something. You know, I have the best hack for uh, the grocery stores. Really? And yes, we are mobile women. We can do it ourselves, Mm -hmm. but, but if you just use those mobility carts that they provide, you oh, can yes. stand on the mobility cart and oh, reach yes. the top shelf. Oh, oh yeah. I no longer have oh. to ask for help. I oh, always that's use right. the mobility cart. I oh, am wow. Like, <laughs> Costco is like the best because you know Costco is like yes. this. Yes. <laughs> yes. And oh. so anyway, so yeah, now I just use mobility carts and it has really been a lifesaver. But I was that girl that was like knocking things down or climbing a shelf. (laughs) Oh, I still do. I don't do it now because I'm afraid they don't make the shelves like they used to. And, um, and I'm afraid (laughs) I could lose a 10 pounds. Uh, the shelf may break or bend or everything comes off of it. So I need to interject. It it broke me, my heart one day, Amy and I were shopping and grocery, we're in the grocery and she just goes, 
I can't reach it. I'm just going to walk away. I do. And it's like, yeah, no, yeah. no, ask for help. And, and I know that's me. I, I yeah. haven't experienced that, but I, I just broke my heart that you, it was less to stress on just walking away yeah. than asking for help. Yes. Well, today, this very day, in fact, because I'm trying to cook up because I had to redo some recipes because my darn phone conked out on me and doing the videos. Anyway, I had to redo them, but I also was running out of cinnamon and chili powder. So I go to the grocery store today and I'm like, ah, crap. You know, why do they have to redo the store? It's like I, I had my route down. I knew where things were. And they go changing on me. So, you know, the regular size cinnamon thing was up high. So was the chili powder because they moved it all. And I didn't see anyone down the aisle. I didn't because it was in the middle of the day today. So no one shops in the middle on a Thursday. And so I didn't see anyone there. And I'm like, crap. Well, then they had the big containers. Not that I need a big container, but I said, <laughs> all right, I'll buy that, yes. you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's, you know, it's, it, it really depends on the mood I'm in. It's, I, I just don't want to be stressed out. I don't want to take the time to go to four I because so many places have a hard time finding workers anymore. I'm telling there's you, there's not, mobility scooters. Oh, yeah. Chef's yeah. kiss. <laughs> well, the one thing I was going to say, in fact, I think I shared this before when I was, you know, raising my kids, um, Jeremy being my average height and Molly was, you know, still what, a year old or something like that. I would push the card. I was like, Jeremy, Jeremy, you want to do something for mom? Come on, you want to do it? Okay, I'm going to put you in this cart. Now you stand in this cart. Be, be, you know, just, it'll be okay. Just be safe. And I want you to reach that item up there, you know? And, oh, he would just get a kick out of that. He would just be so excited. Look at me. Look at what I can do. I'm helping mama. And um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I would do now that. Now he doesn't even kid. need the cart. He can just no. reach it. He's no. so tall. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So yeah. tall. Yeah. So tall. But well, now I'm facing it with my grandchildren. Oh. Because Ember, you know, she'll raise some questions like, so you're, you know, I, I know you're small, Mimi. They call me Mimi. But so you're not going to grow any bigger, are you? I said, no, no, this is how tall oh. Mimi's going to be. Not going to be as tall as Gigi. Because when they're two, three years old, that's just Mimi. But it's when they get older and when they start seeing other parents and they're friends with other parents and stuff. And then they come and see Mimi or their grandpa, Matt, you know, then they start recognizing, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You're not like my mom and dad. You're not like my other grandma and grandpa. And I, I, I think it's, I think it's great because I think it opens up their perspectives of just a little bit of people totally. of differences. And I said, well, Ember, you know what? You can tell all your friends maybe next year, but you can tell all your friends that you're taller than an adult. And they won't believe you, but you just tell them. So, but yeah, but no, it's, 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 you know, I, I think being, you know, a little person isn't easy, but I think life for a lot of people isn't easy, whether you have something or not, you know, whether it be race, like I said, or a culture and everything, but you just got to find your own way on how to, like Tara said, use it to your advantage or to find your way that you can still accomplish what you want to do and still be the best that you can be totally. and also find your circle of community. Yeah. Cause not everyone is going to, you know, say hallelujah to yeah. you 
and that's okay. But I think finding your community and it does not have to be huge, but finding your community, like we're all on social media and I consider y'all friends. Thank you for joining us. But that intimate community that is there for you all the time that can boost you up, give you a sense of reality, say, you know, get out of your pity party and pull up your big pants, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love this comment from, is it Taryn? Uh, He was in Hawaii in a grocery store and had a little person working. um, And I needed batteries that were locked up and he opened it up and I knew he could. I said, I can get it and thanked him. And it's basically Amy, your show. And again, including Tara too, because you're both out there Mm -hmm. advocating. Um, But it taught, taught him so much about little people, right? Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. that's awesome. That's Yeah, no, I, and, and from what she worded it there, I like how she worded it there because it sounded like she did it in a very respectful way. She didn't Mm -hmm. say, oh, well, you know, I'll get it since you can't. She goes, oh, you know, would you mind if I got it or however she worded it there? And I think that's the biggest thing is like, be careful at how you approach and what you say, not everyone's going to respond, unfortunately, positively to you, because I think they're going through their own thing and they want to be able to prove that they can do it all and they don't need help from anybody. Right. But I think most people will say, hey, thank you so much, because I like it when people recognize, say, you know, I can get that for you instead of, well, I'll get that for you but I can get that for you, meaning waiting. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, type of thing. So, you know, just give a little respect to, totally. because, you know, asking for help is, is tough for some people. And yeah. I knew it was tough for me for a long time. I, um, I have a little switch of uh, conversation, but speaking of asking for things, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so like before, I would say before your show, which, yeah. um, a lot of the average community may not know about this. Um, if you have done this and you know, but before your show, before little people started becoming in the public eye, people yeah. would just come up to you and want a photo with you. Not because oh, yeah. they knew yeah. anything about you just because yeah. you were little. And I feel that there was a turning point with mm-hmm. your show and, um, hopefully with little women, with other shows, uh, the Johnson, I mean, there's so many different shows out there, but I feel that uh, there was a turning point where people now have a different respect for little people Mm -hmm. and it's no longer, uh, I want to get a picture with the whatever term they may use. It's more, um, well, for me, it's been a definite transition and I'm very grateful. Um, It's turned from, I want a picture with you because you're little, then (laughs) I want a picture with you because you're Tara, you know? So it's, it's definitely like such a, yeah. And I don't think that there's a single disability out there, not one, that people will be excited about taking a photo with, except for little people. Well, I think partly it is for us because of all the imagery that has been somewhat portrayed in the past or assumptions made about little people. Like we got powers, we're fantasy, we're elves, we're like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that that is okay to have those characteristics in entertainment but to now place them on real life people that's a whole different program and i think our show and all the other shows like your show the seven little johnsons and a whole bunch of others that came after our show gave a different perspective on these which i love 
different stories. Because our story isn't the only one of being a little person, but all of these other stories about being a little person. And it humanized it. Yep. It's like we're people. We're definitely people first. And I think it's also, I hope, help people just because that person's in a wheelchair or just because that person may not be able to speak well because of some, you know, illness or whatever, or a Down syndrome uh, individual or whatever it may be, to always think, but they're still people. I just have totally to learn does. how do I interact? How do I communicate? What, what do I need to say? And it may not be anything specific, but be careful of, you know, not being so harsh or just like they're less than. Yeah. Lisa, I have a question for you. And I know, I already yeah. know Amy's answer. Has I, anyone ever said, can I rub your head? Because it's going to bring me luck. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. No. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Can I, can really? I touch, can I touch your belly? Because it's going to bring me money. I mean, there's so many things that, that is I've weird. heard, especially visiting different countries. <laughs> you know what? Oh I would, I, I would have to say Ew. that is one thing I have never experienced. What? I've, no, I haven't. I've experienced other things like, you know how, when the counter is up really high, we'll yeah. stand back a little bit so that the people can, can at least kind yeah. of have, you know, eye contact or whatever. Yeah. Well, by standing back, other people will get in front of me and, you know, cuts or whatever. And I'm like, excuse yes. me. I've watched that happen a oh, lot. Yeah. When Amy and I go somewhere, they will just cut right in front of her. Because, like yeah. she's not even there. That I'm not even there. I don't know why they think I'm standing there looking directly at, you know, whatever I need to do. But it's so funny when you when you say and I say, excuse me, I'm next. They'll look at you like, well, you know, you don't have to be. Yeah. so. And I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, oh, yes, you oh, do. I'm going to ask oh, you yes, this you one do. question. And so but it's like if you're not firm, if you just yeah. say, well, you know, I was next. They'll look at you. They'll be like, oh, yeah, whatever. And it's so funny oh, when we are when we're firm. I'll tell you this one incident that happened to me, and this just happened like five years ago. And so this is one of those incidents like you and maybe younger or whatever, pat you on the head and stuff. Yeah. I was at a, a I was invited to a house to meet some friends and oh, people that I've yes. never met. I know you know it, but Lisa, it still gets to me. And um, I never saw them, never met them, but I was here because of another friend. And I said, sure, you know, I'll go. It'll be fun. You know, a little dinner party and all this other stuff. Well, yeah. I had to use the restroom. So, you know, how most houses you go down the little hallway, some bedrooms there it was a little dark. Well, this woman was coming out of the bathroom and I said, oh, hi, you know, and I was going to go in. She goes, oh my gosh, it's so excited to see you. Oh, this is so special or whatever she said. Well, she picked me up and mm -hmm. gave me a hug. That, that's disgusting. And, and, and I'm thinking... Oh, believe me, I wanted to say some words, but I don't know how you would have responded. But for me, I thought I got to be very careful here because this you person friends. is friends with all of these people. This person is friends with the person that brought me. But I wanted to say, what the F? Like, oh, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, you would never do that to any. No. And I'm like, OK, no, no. OK. But what I'm would like, you do why in would that you case, pick me up? Why have you, you had that? Just, have you Why had would that you just not bend Sarah? down? And 
but I, I was so embarrassed because the one thing I was hoping that the person who brought me didn't see it because in my mind, I was thinking, now what, how has that image changed for that person who brought me by seeing this? Right. And so it, it terrified me. It scared me, but I'm, I've never rarely talked to her. I nope. haven't seen her since. Don't, I, I just, ooh, I can't trust it. But anyway. I- um, I think every little person has experienced that. Yeah. Um, but when I was really? impersonating, it was one of, I actually just did a post about this. When I was impersonating, it was, I'm going to give you the cliff notes. It was the most scary moment of my life. I Brittany was in, Spears, right? Uh, yeah, I was in El yeah. Centro, California and someone picked me up and they would not let me down. Oh, yeah. And the, the club was so packed. The bouncers couldn't help me. It couldn't yeah. hear me scream for help. And he didn't speak oh. English. And I was like, I'm going to kick you in your balls right now. And yeah. like, I mean, he thought it was the funniest thing ever. And what did I do? I I did. I I, I was like a little jackrabbit. Right yeah. on his balls. And we both fell and he was saying a few words choice yeah. to me. And I was saying a few choice yeah. words to him. And um, and then after every single set after that, I was like, feel free to come up to me, take pictures with me. But if you decide to pick me up, I will kick you in the balls as hard as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah. And I, that was like, that was how I ended my set. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And the sad thing is that I had to say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Because the thing is, as being yeah. a little person, because of our size, we don't have the ability. Like if we were average size and someone just gave a head, a hug. Okay. But we can use our hand to push them away because, you right. know, we're both there. But right. being a little person, just because you have decided to, to do that and be in that kind of situation does not give someone the right to then go ahead oh, and do that. And that's what people any- don't understand. Yes, there's alcohol but- and everything, but it's like, no, no. It's like, and when you see other people doing that to someone else, oh my it God. would be great to at least have someone come in and say something, say, hey, can you put her down? Like, that's inappropriate. Totally. Like, what are you or doing? Or kick them out of the bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. whatever the case is. I mean, I feel like yeah, if it's a friend of yours, if it's somebody that you know, that's, That's a different, different situation yeah. because yeah. You're, but they wouldn't like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> how, Lisa, no, how many they wouldn't times do have you picked up Amy? <laughs> never. 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 That's no. weird. That is no. just I, my weird. My best friends never picked me up either, but there have been moments where I have been embraced by a, a, like a friend and that yeah. to me is acceptable, well, but a stranger yes. Not acceptable. <laughs> Not acceptable. Well, the yeah. one thing that, you know, like when I was dating Chris, you know, he's never seen the show or anything. And I'm like, I was like, oh, yeah, right. No, he has <laughs> never seen the show. Right. Um, just by his mannerism, what he talked about and everything like that. But I was very like this incident that I just shared with you about. I was very nervous about meeting his friends because I don't know about you, Tara, but for me, he may be OK with me. But if his friends weren't okay with me, what would they be telling him that would now cause him to like, ah, yeah, if I'm going to get this all the time, wherever I go in public, I'm not sure I can really handle this, you know? And so that's what really was going through my mind as to, you know, so what, what, what did your friends say? Like, are are you okay? Like, cause if not, let's talk about it. I, I want you to be open. So because yeah. if this isn't going to work, okay, I'm good. But I don't want you to hide something or protect me or pretend. You need to feel comfortable with this. And I remember in college, 
you know, I, you know, everyone was looking at me and I, I was thinking they're all looking at me and they probably were, but my good friend that was standing next to me, she had never experienced that before. Yeah. People looking totally. at her with me. And so she thought everyone was looking at her by being with me and she didn't like that. So, but we didn't really talk about it for a long time. And I wish we would have, because we probably could have cleared the air. She's still my good friend, but we probably could have cleared the air a little bit because other people that aren't used to being with some people that are different are going through something very, very new where for us, it's since the day we were born. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> totally. And so sometimes we forget that, but it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to know what people are thinking because they're afraid to let you know. And you as well, like, like you're maybe you're with a total stranger that yeah. has been around, you know, that environment much, but you're so used to feeling those eyes on you that it's like, okay, yeah, it's no big deal. But they are like, wow, does this happen to you everywhere? And yeah. I mean, the only thing you can say is yes. The yeah. cr the crazy thing, and I, I okay, maybe Lisa, this has happened to you. Dun dun dun. I, I, has, has anyone ever asked you a question about Amy while she's yes. standing right beside yes. you? Yes. Yes. How annoying oh. is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Amy and I were traveling because they all think LA. she's my handler. Yeah. Well, that happens well, to all but of my then, friends. Or they didn't even notice her because. Yeah. This is what we were traveling from LA and it was some weird canceled flight thing. And for some reason, TMZ was there oh, yeah. and the guy came up with the microphone. We oh, were yeah. in line trying to get rerouted and Amy's standing right next to me and he's coming. Cause up they saw like, me, but they didn't. You they know? saw, they yeah. saw her and then the microphone went into my face and I'm like, yeah. I said right to him, don't you want to talk to her? Why do you want to talk to me? You want to talk to her? That was right. so weird. That was yeah. so weird. Yeah. I've had friends yeah. like literally just be like, she talks. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she's oh, right yeah. here. Yeah. Like yes. she, she can answer your question or whether it be even a, a photo, whatever it may be. Yeah. Like it, it's, yeah. it's, we are, um, there's a sense of, I don't know, special forces. I have no idea yeah. <laughs> that they yeah. feel yeah. more empowered to talk to an average size person than they do just approaching a little person. I think also well, they not... feel, they feel more comfortable Yeah, because comfortable. they're unsure That's about their own emotions, their own feelings, their own mm -hmm. thoughts, like, okay. And they think, <laughs> yeah. and they think they want to talk to that average size person first. And then decide, oh, I guess I can talk to her or I feel a little more comfortable. Yeah. It's a very weird, weird, like state of thinking or mental thing that goes through people's brain. And I think a lot of it has to do is that they know we're an adult, but we're, you know, the size of a kid. And sometimes their brain can't, you know, connect the two. Yeah. Maybe right, that's right. it. Maybe yeah. that is it. Well, and... um. I'm going to put this out here. Someone made a comment. I'm not yeah. going to say what the comment was, but she apologized for it because people on here are saying you shouldn't have said that. Say and what? I want to know. Is, she said We're that like, little people reminded her of big dolls, big yeah. dolls. Yep. And totally. so she apologized because people on here corrected her. And I'm saying this is education. We're yep. here today. Yeah. We're not here yep. to you know, chastise somebody. This is all education. And Diane, I'm glad you're listening 
and you're hearing yeah. this because those are inappropriate things to say. You may feel that way, but you've got to think of what the person is feeling that you're calling that. That yeah. is just something yeah. that, again, we're all human beings. People shouldn't be looked at as as well. I, I think, items. Yeah. Items. I think, what's the word I want to use? Yeah. No, we're all human beings, just in different packages. And that's what we're here to talk about and just keep educating people. I think my biggest so, uh, uh, question that to, for her that I would what would ask from her would be, what what would make you think that by seeing someone who just happens to be short, who can talk, who can laugh and character, why would your first thought and image be, oh, I just think of her as a, as, as a big doll? Because uh, to me, you know, Lisa, I, I'm a big fan is like, what was your growing up like? You know, what were you exposed to? You know, what has some of your experiences been? Because I think that really says a lot about why people may come up with or say some of the things they do by being unaware. Like, right. do you realize that was kind of inappropriate? But if you didn't know, and if it's done innocently enough, I agree. We can't just harp on people like that. Because like you said, I would rather have someone go away with better information, correct information, yes. or a much better feeling about something that they may have been intimidated by, afraid of, or whatever it may be. So to me, mm -hmm. I, I would have loved to see where, where, her, where her thinking was. Yeah, and maybe she'll pop back out. And again, this is a community, and I'm just happy that people are listening to this conversation and coming yeah. back with, oh, yeah, I had no idea that happened. And even talking about uh, getting back to that comment about they talked to me instead of Amy. Yeah. If yeah. we're in a group setting, they don't, uh, and I didn't know this until Amy brought this up, is that she can't hear when we're in a group yeah. setting and let's say oh, wait a minute, wait five minute. of us in a Wait a minute, Lisa, Lisa, stop. I want to ask Tara that question because uh, I know where okay. you're going on this. I know where you're going. Okay, okay. Okay, you okay. know, um, do a lot of people ask you, Tara, why you talk so loud? Um, no, but. Okay, they uh, do me. They, I, I ask, I, I say como a whole lot and yeah. it annoys my <laughs> husband all yeah. the time. I'm like, como? And, or I'm like, what? And he, and, and then, it, but I, I do have hearing issues, <laughs> but I am never told that I'm, I talk loud. Well, I've, I've been told, Amy, you're talking so loud. And to Lisa's point that she was, <laughs> I interrupted her on was because <laughs> when you're in a crowded room and it's yeah. noisy or a party or a fundraising events that we've been to, I said, Lisa, you got to help me with this because everyone is talking here. And she can hear so much more. And I'm talking here, man, I'm trying as much best I can. But right. sound are talking to me, down. not to her. Yeah. yeah. But also, if we're in a group, they're they're kind of looking at me and talking. But I, you know, I just can't hear because like I said, sound is going this way. It is not going down. So yeah. often I talk loud and I lift my head so the sound can project up so they can hear and say, Yeah, I'm down here. I'm I'm paying attention to this whole conversation. And Chris often asks, Man, you talk so loud. And I said, well, I think it's just out of habit because uh -huh. I want to be heard. I, I want people to hear me because my life, majority of it, even with Matt, the majority of my life was around average size people. And in order to be heard, you need to talk a little bit louder 
so that they just don't blow you off because they didn't hear you or something else. So well, I, I wanted they, to like, bend down to talk to you. Oh, yeah. It, that, I don't know why that just drives me bat, bat nutty. Uh, that just, is a, that is an individual, uh, um, particular thing that each yeah. little person, some people love it. Some people don't. Yeah. The getting on the knees to talk to you, yeah. I'm like, please just stand. <laughs> just, I mean, but, but let me ask you this: Why does it bother you? You know, because I feel that <laughs> they're they're thinking that this makes me more comfortable when yeah. I just like like you said, I like to be able to have a conversation with you just like anybody else does. So you you talk louder, mm -hmm. and so but they're not getting on their knees to talk to uh, Lisa. Yeah. So why would they get on their knees to yeah. talk to me? Yeah. Uh, but I think I kind of feel. Yeah, I think uh, people do that in general because they think talking face to face because yeah. you have that opportunity to do that. I think it kind of helps them feel comfortable, like they're doing a good thing. Which okay, maybe maybe not. And um, to me, it it really depends on the mood I'm in because sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh man you're, I, I feel like more of a spec spectacle than I, than I really would if you, you know, if that individual would just stand up to me, I'm not bothered by it. A lot of people at the farm, when I'm dressed up in costume for pumpkin season and that some of them will get down on their knee. Cause you know, it's picture time and, or they'll sit on the bench and they go, Oh, you sit here. I said, no, I'll stand, you know, I'll stand. Yeah. Cause it's a lot easier like that. But I, I think that's an individual uh, preference when it comes to the little people community. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, yeah, if it's, if it's a full long conversation, yeah, I, yeah. it's, it's, it's weird for me. Yeah. I don't, yeah. and I don't even know necessarily why I just feel that you shouldn't have to uh, change your stance or yeah. handicap yourself yeah. just to, yeah. or like make yourself feel awkward to talk to me i i just want you to be comfortable here's a good See, question it is how Read about it, getting a how about getting a hug from an average sized person do you prefer if they bend at the waist to get down to hug you or do you prefer if they got down on their knees i for me i prefer either one yeah i like both i can't because like tara said guys. earlier if, if they're standing up straight and we're hugging them let's not even go there <laughs> yeah that's not a good look I, I mean, for women, I, was mo I can't tell you how many breasts I have felt along this face. But for for men specifically, I would prefer either the side waist hug or yeah. you you yeah. bend down for me for yeah. the hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think and, and to this here also yeah. go go on, Lisa. Say, read yeah, it. big people don't know what to do either. We don't know if we should stoop down or what. We like to be closer to your face. And you know what? I would agree with Nikki uh, uh, to, to our whole discussion around this point. We really have to help the other individual because they don't know. So many people of disability or, you know, whatever it may be, each have their own preference and stuff. And it's hard for an average size person to say, you know, can I say hi to this person? Are they going to bite my head off? Do I bend down? Do I stand up? Do I think it's really our job to kind of help them. And I like right. it when people ask, oh, hey, do you prefer if I stay, uh, stand up or kneel for a picture or whatever? And like right. at the farm, mm -hmm. I said, you know what? It doesn't matter to me. This is your picture. So you do what you feel is comfortable. Totally. Yeah. Or, you know, like the hugs. Here's, 
you know, Here's thing. I, I think we just really have to help them when we see that kind of hesitation, because I think it's only fair. Yeah. Cause they don't, they, yeah. they you yeah. know, they're not, most people aren't out that are not out there to be offensive be or offend or any yeah, of that. malicious. They don't know. Well, here's someone that's six, three <clears throat> and a woman. And when I'm in a group, I feel like I have to bend over, or sit in a chair to hear a conversation Yeah, and being called a giant. It's like, I am the only tall woman. So I get the group thing. That's, that's interesting. Same. And and she has the other end. Yeah. Of that the other perspective yes. of life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel for you because other people say, oh, wow. You know, I, I can only imagine what some of the things that she may have gone through growing up, but even as an adult, you know, a lot of guys, you know, short guys, short guys are afraid yes. to date, date because they just happen to be short, like five feet, five, five or something. Right. And yeah. a lot of the women are like, oh, you're not tall enough. And it's, it's, it's like, we just, I don't know. We just really have to give each other just space and respect and just the courtesy of just being them. It's okay. Totally. You know, but to answer this person's question, um, I agree. And it, it, no matter what every little person has had, um, <laughs> children ask if they're little like them, you know, if they're like a kid. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's a common, I just did a trunk or treat at my daughter's elementary school. Yeah. Oh, yep. fun. And, uh, you know, I, I actually love the unique questions. The unique ones are the best. So do I, especially from me, kids. Yes. They take me off my, like mm -hmm. my radar. My, my, the normal question is, why are you so short? Why are you so little? Um, or are, are you, you a, a kid mom? like me? Yeah. Are you a kid? Exactly. Um, but somebody asked me if I was wearing a costume and I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I mean, oh. but those are the best to me. I get excited yeah. about those because I feel that I'm always prepared, like, for the children that ask the same questions. It's the ones that yeah. really uh, ask the unique ones that I get excited about. Well, like that, because because I've had that question answered me, uh, you know, uh, that situation done a lot as you like you, Tara. And to me. And it's like, don't apologizing, I said, yeah. because he's he 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 They're or learning. she has asked the question. Right. Meaning, yeah. are you a kid? They're trying to figure this out because they already know by asking that question. They're not sure. Are you a kid or are you an adult? Because you're my height, but you're not like me. You're not like my mom or. And I like those questions because I'd rather have kids and, I, but again, parents don't know how that me individual is going to respond to that. So yeah. I, all the time I go, no, I'm not a kid like you. I'm a mom just like your mom, but your mom right. is tall. I'm sure to me, it's, it, it's like one of these opportunities, whether we like it or not, we're an example, not only to ourselves, but only to, uh, as well as to the community but that's a lifelong journey and path that we're on. And we might as well embrace it as positively as we can. And I'd rather have that individual and parent go back with a better attitude. And it's okay if your kid says something like that. 100%. You know? I, I hate when they ask a question and the parents shelter them. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, why are you short? Well, oh, I'm so sorry. That's my daughter. But I think so a sorry. lot of times it's because they don't know how you will respond or totally. because they might have had another incident, maybe a kid in a wheelchair or an adult in a wheelchair. Yeah. God knows what. 
And the way that individual respond, because maybe they're having a bad day or, you know, maybe they, you know, they're having a hard time dealing with their own situation. Yeah. And so it intimidates them. So it's, it's, yeah, we need to help. I agree. And, you know, just because you're little doesn't mean that you want to talk about being little. And I respect that. I totally respect that um, with any disability or with any person different. Yeah. And even though I may seem like I always want to talk about being little, there there are days yep. <laughs> where, I was you just going to say, are you always time, in the mood? Yeah, exactly. No. Sometimes you might not be in the mood. Oh, Lisa that, knows. Right? <laughs> if I'm like diaper really? down in, yeah. the ba- in the bathroom at Disneyland, yes. I do not want to have a conversation yeah. about being little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. With my children. Right. <laughs> Um, but I, but I think there are ways that we can respond to those people when we're not in the mood. It's 100%. not only just little people, it's anyone that is of difference. I think there are good ways to respond. And I think for all of those other people who are asking those questions or who are doing those things, you've got to respect that. It has nothing to do with you, but you know, often we're faced with a lot of these questions every day or moments in our life. And like you said, Tara, sometimes can, can, can I just get on with my day? Yeah. There, there <laughs> are know? moments. Yeah. Exactly. How, how is it? Um, like, I don't know what, I mean, before or after the show, like, what was it like for you, Amy, seeing yeah. another little person in public? Like, were you the, were you the, hey, I'm Amy kind of girl? Or were you the go about your business kind of girl? You know, I, I, Ooh, that's I, a good I was, question. Um, I was a little cautious because. Yeah. I wasn't sure, you know, have you seen my show? Because I had no clue who this person was. Right. You know, I wasn't sure if they'd seen the show. But when they didn't come up to me, I'm like, no, you don't have to come up to me. But usually when you're part of a community, you have some commonality and you're like, hey, hi, you know, good to see you. Okay. Do the small little chit chat. Be on your way. Yeah. And so it's like, okay. I would feel like. Let's say before your show. Oh, um, I, I, I will have to admit before I had kids and everything, I, I would, it was a reminder of, uh, what I looked like, who right. I was, because, uh, I felt it was kind of hard just to be comfortable in the average size world yeah. and, and having another little person enter this little sphere or whatever brought like a, a spotlight on the situation and it reminded me that, yeah, I'm different, but it also reminded me imaginary or whatever image I had to everyone else that I was different. And I, and it's like, you can't hide your difference, but I was trying to blend in. I I, I, I struggled with that a lot uh, before I was married and had kids. I, I did at college. There was a little person and everyone was pairing he and I up and everything. I'm like, okay, no, what? And uh, <laughs> we rarely talked to each other. Right. And um, we barely could. And I don't know if it was on his part or he felt it more on mine, which I can see, but I, I don't know. It, it, it took me a long time to get comfortable regardless of who I was with in my right. own skin. I felt that way very um, strongly in high school yeah. And, yeah, and younger. Like if I ever saw a, another LP, I would like hide behind the nearest clothing yeah. rack yeah. or something just so yeah. that I didn't have to say. Really? Well, especially really? if they, 
Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they were a little different than you, because, you know, we all come in different shapes and sizes. Like when I went to my first district meeting, which I was, I don't know, nine, maybe eight, right. seven, ten. I don't know what it. I mean, I literally, I mean, I've talked about this before, but I literally looked at all these people. It's like, there's no way in hell I look all like all you people. 100%. Because we see ourselves differently in this mirror. We know we're different. We know we're a little person. But when you see a whole spectrum of other right. little people, you're like, man, do I really look like all that? I don't. Because that's not like the them. image I have of myself. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. <laughs> and that's I, why I think wow. it's one of the good things about the organization, Little People of America. It's not for everyone, but I think people should know about it. Yeah. Go to a couple of their local meetings, chapter meetings or district meetings, or if mm -hmm. they can't afford it, go to a national just to know that it's there, just to see other people that are similar to you in your own community. It doesn't mean you have to go all the time or be, you know, whatever. But I, I think it helps individuals to know that there's a resource out there, that there's other people out there that are similar to you. Totally. And hopefully that will give them some sort of empowerment in helping them embrace themselves. Also, the little um, person community is unique in the sense that um, th there's no convention for other disabilities quite like ours, um, where we compete in sports against each other, where yeah. we have dances that, you know, you can dance with a person that is your height. Um, but like if you go in, if you're in the um, autism community or in the hydrocephalus community or um, paraplegic, I mean, all of these different communities really don't have that special week that you get mm -hmm. to really embrace yeah. being with another little person. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I find that to be very special about our community. Yeah, I, I do too. And, I, and I'm and i glad it's there. But I, I would have to maybe disagree a little bit on that because there's Special Olympics. They play sports. They have a lot of activities totally. with all developmentally, uh, you know, challenged individuals. Um, but the spectrum that we have, it to me, when DAAA, Jorth Athletic Association of America, came about for DAAA, uh, you know, part of the little people of America community, I thought it was the greatest thing on the planet. What Having never been able to play sports, I thought, oh, geez, you know, I think a lot of little people are a lot more competitive than they give themselves credit for because we had to compete in everything in order to be recognized, noticed yeah. for the job, for anything. And, mm -hmm. but also it empowered me as, man, I physically can do a lot more than I ever thought I could do. Totally. And and I could relate to my brother who was in in sports because swimming, it 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 was just it gave me a whole different dimension. I I still think it was one of the greatest things. Uh, side notes that have happened to little people of America. I agree. You know, I I love a lot of things about our community, and that's definitely one of yeah. them. Well, as I mentioned, that Zachary, uh, uh, who's married to Tori and has three of my grandkids, who are all little people. Think about those odds. Um, he's going to Argentina because they're having, they're down in Argentina, they're having a sports competition, uh, you know, soccer and everything. So he's going down there. That's he, awesome. He, he's done, he's been to Mexico. He's done that a couple of times and just, you know, just learning how they do it, how they compete and, you know, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of him that he's able to do that. And sports is just a part of him. 
Totally. You know? It's a passion. Oh, yeah. Just like yeah. my brother with basketball. They're very yeah. passionate about yeah. um, sports. And I feel like it's not something that even if you're little, you don't have to necessarily give up a sport just because you're different, you know? Well, the thing that right. I forgot to ask you too, because some people may know you, you know, by being on social media and being on the show, Little Woman of LA, but you are married to a person <laughs> that has a different type of dwarfism. And you also have three kids. Yes. Two are Akons, right? Um, we know. So my oldest is an Akon. Uh, yes. Penelope, who the world knows, <laughs> and yes. uh, mm-hmm. I found out her name was Penelope in Spanish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Penelope, uh, that's so pretty. <laughs> it is very pretty. Um, and then Grayson is my son, and he has pseudoachondroplasia, which yeah. we found out around the age of two. And what's then, the difference? What's um, the difference? Everything. <laughs> Boy, that's a tough one, Lisa. It's really hard. Uh, it's hard to describe. They look like average-sized children when they're born. This is the easiest. Oh. Um, so you would never even know that you have a little person until around the age of two, yeah. unless you wow. are doing medical testing. And even in that medical testing, you have to be doing evasive medical testing because it doesn't show up in your normal CVS or. And I don't think it's worth yeah. it to do that. Yeah. You, you, you'll know eventually, you know, it's time. Eventually you'll know. And you have yeah. that small little percentage of, you know, having a miscarriage. And I didn't want to have that. Yeah. So, um, and then our youngest, we know she has achondroplasia, but we also think she might have pseudoachondroplasia, which is not a lethal situation, um, but she is having a lot of physical problems that we have. We call them physical challenges. Physical challenges. Yes. Okay. Challenge. It's definitely a challenge. Yeah. Um, And that I think that honestly, if she's just acon, okay, I'll take it. And I'm, I'm, uh, have no fear mom is here but i do think that i'm feeling she could be both um and yeah. we have been through a ringer when it comes to genetic testing oh. especially oh. since covid covid like every it's so it's much harder to be tested she was born a week before the shutdown oh, yeah. so oh, um 3-11-2020 was is her birthday and oh, wow. uh, nobody was doing testing for like the first year of her life and then now it, it's still been quite challenging to try and even uh see someone i think um i yeah. think one of the toughest things whether you're a little person or every size when you have any kid that has a physical challenge or has dwarfism or is being born with it whatever it may be is to, you know, obviously you want to do your best to help them health-wise and to take care of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also not to have that as your total fo- focal point that right. there are, well, I, I apologize. I didn't mean any offense by it, Tara, that they're no. a problem or something's wrong with them because you're always going to the doctors. You're always trying to figure it out because we know some average size parents who, you know, have a tendency to, well, he's little, like he can't do that. Or, you know, he may not be able to do this. It's like, leave it open to all the possibilities, Totally. you know, that are possible because you just don't know. You can't make that decision at two years old because you don't know what he's going to, or she's going to do at 12 or, you know, do what you need to do health wise. Cause that's our job as parents. Right. But to also, I love it when Tori, you know, this is her life. She just looks at them as all of her kids. And, you know, she's the oddball in her family. And yeah. um, I love her little post on October 25th, just indicating that, you know, this is Jackson, you know, this is Lila, this is Josiah. I, I don't want to always have to say, well, this is Jackson. He's a dwarf. 
or, oh, why are they so short? Well, this is Lila because she has dwarfism. You know, right. it's just, well, she just happens to be short, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's not to say that every average size parent has to be an advocate or an educator when it, or, you know, comes to their kid. But I, I think sometimes um, the general public and even ourselves sometimes have to really pay attention to how we're speaking and the language and the words that we, um, um, you know, yeah. vocalize. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, I mean, like, does that change the way we feel about our child if they're diagnosed with dwarfism or not? Of course no. not. Like, and no. whether my no. child has, is double dominant or, I mean, I guess she would be double dominant because it would be a dominant gene from both um, Joe and myself, but. Is Joe a do dominant? Joe is a dominant. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's why we received Grayson. He's not recessive. Yeah. So, um, it, like for you and Matt, you would have had to be diastrophic in order. If I know I, I could still carry that recessive gene. I could mm -hmm. still carry the dice because I may have been, it may have been passed down by one of my parents or generation. They right. just never met another person with that recessive gene right. to have me. So let's just say my dad had it. My mom didn't carry it. So they would never have a diastrophic. Right. But for some reason, and it was a fluke gene thing, chromosome thing that, you know, they had me. Uh, but because Matt's it, all of my kids, Zachary has it too, has right. the recessive diastrophic gene. But unless he married someone with, with di uh, diastrophic, diagnosed with diastrophic that had, oh. no, that carried that oh, gene. Carried the oh, carried the diet. Oh, totally carried it. But it, you know, just what? never happened. So uh, then was the Corey tested? No. Oh, okay. Then the question would be, okay, that would be very interesting. They could have yeah. a diastrophic child. They could have an achondroplasia child. They could have an average size child. I mean, crazy. Yeah. 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 Well, Tara, we're kind of wrapping up our yeah. time because Perfect. I'm not sure if people will want to stay on for another half hour. But of course, yeah. I could but we have a couple questions. Yeah. Yeah. But we still have a few questions. Yeah. So I was going to read this one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go, no, go we, on. We always kind of go off of each other. <laughs> like, uh, well, this is so, Tara. What is next for you? Any plans for another show? Yeah, Ooh. we are working with a network on a revision of a show. Not necessarily the same, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll Will it be similar to Little Women. Or not. It may have some of the same cast members, but it okay. will not be like a little woman kind of show. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You know what, well, Lisa and I want to do? We we <laughs> want to do a, a new Golden Girls. Oh, I love it. Wouldn't that be kind of fun? <laughs> or a multi generational. Like I would be like Tara. Really, really, you're you're, you're going to go there? Like really? No. <laughs> I mean, it's very relevant with every, everything that's yeah. happening and the knowledge that yeah. all different generations would have. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. just the experience. I mean, just yeah. what we were Especially. talking about, you know, in some of the surgeries, the advancement that has happened, totally. you know, since oh, Zachary yeah. has had surgery. I mean, it's just amazing to me. Yeah. Well, listen, I want to thank you guys. You guys can follow Tara. It's, it's my, my mini mama. Are, are you, you're Tara Jolie on IG, right? Yeah, on most of my stuff, you can find me under Tara Jolie. Okay. Uh, Jolie. Uh, Jolie Jolie. My mom decided to be complicated and add an accent on there. 
but um, yeah, most of the stuff is under Tara Jolet, okay. and that's the easiest way. So to find if you it. want to follow her, just go to social media, look up Tara Jolet, and then you'll definitely find her. But thank you so so much for joining us. Uh, I can't yeah. thank you enough for wanting to do this. I have a hard time yes. asking people, which Lisa very much knows. Yes. Um, I was so happy when she said you confirmed. <laughs> I'm like, let's do this. And please, people don't hang up at, or cut, jump off. Because yeah, because we, we still have a giveaway. Code. We have a giveaway here. So, Amy, do you want to do the the giveaway? We don't need. Yes, she can the giveaway. Stay on if she wants. Do you want to oh, stay yeah, on Tara, with us yeah. while we do the giveaway? But I, I, me, why not? I'm already here. Okay. <laughs> I, I just All wanted right. to make sure that, you know, we thanked you and everything. Okay, yes, the giveaway is an apron, uh, Amy Roloff's Little Kitchen, kind of an apron for all season. It doesn't matter if it has leaves on it, but it's our apron that use in your kitchen, get cooking and baking for your family, and it's great for the holidays. Oh, by the way, the password, or no, the code word is holidays. Holidays is for the giveaway. So if you type in holidays, two lucky winners, one for Facebook and one for YouTube, and once we know who that is, We'll uh, get your info and we'll post it here on mail the it to you. So you guys can talk a little bit longer while people are doing. Oh wait that. a minute! And the code is yeah. dance party. I thought it was holidays. No, that was not holidays. Who put it's holidays, ho right? Yeah, it, it is now. It on the screen. <laughs> oh, the code for I the contest is holiday. Producer, it was dance party last time. Sorry, you I guys. know. Holidays. <laughs> it's holidays. Look Next time everybody. I'm in Oregon, we should do our own version of uh, I Know You Were on Chopped, and that's one of my favorite cooking shows. Oh, oh, we should, oh. I should do a uh, shorter version. Listen, should, I, I could tell you a thing about cross. my my experience on uh, Chopped. You, you know, you talk about dancing with the star. This yeah. was a different perspective of just that. I'm sure. Okay. I hope everything I need is at my eye level because it's not like I'm going to, you know, get a stool and climb up in the fridge yeah. and you know because you, you automatically have to think i can't get anything on top totally so if all the seasonings are on top and i'm like god i hope i have salt um <laughs> but but you know the 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 table that you're at yeah well and every size person has that whole length mm -hmm. we only have maybe a third of that table yeah. because of our arm length right and then i'm thinking okay there's no way i'm going to use the fryer because I'll have to drag the stool over there. The fryer pan will be up to here. Scary. Grease all scary. over. It was scary. So there were definitely some limitations for me, but I was glad I didn't get out at the first round. That's so. all that matters. That's what, That was my goal on yeah, Dancing she, with the Stars. I'm like, yeah. don't get out first. I know. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and, yes. You know, we would love to have you back, Tara. If you would yeah. if you'd be so gracious. Because yeah. we didn't talk about Dancing with the Stars. We didn't really talk yeah. about the show. I mean, people love, you know, hearing your experience and behind the scenes and fun stuff like that. So if you wouldn't mind, we would love to reach out to you again. I love and it. Just have you come back. Count me in. Like I said, let's do it like a miniature uh chopped competition maybe oh, in our will. own kitchens we can do yes. a live oh yeah oh we oh, that's the, a easy yeah we can make that happen super easy do you like to tell cook? us when i love cooking chop style i love cooking like what i have available oh yeah i'm yeah. not much of a follow the recipe kind of girl oh you're like me girl <laughs> i i just I, I one of the hardest exactly. things for me to do is to come it's to actually write up the recipe because yeah 
I'd be like, okay, I generally know how much flour, how much brown sugar, you know, okay. This. Right. I'm not a baker though, because baking, I, I can basically bake, but not all the fancy stuff because that's a little more of a science. But when it comes to cooking, I'm like, okay, pork chops, what do I want? Okay, I'll just do this and this. What's in my fridge? What's in my pantry? What's, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I wing it. I call it, I wing it. I, so. I wing it every night for dinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Debbie. I'm glad you caught it, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's do it. We'll, okay, we'll so do we have out. a couple of winners? I don't know. I'm waiting for Naveed. He usually messages us. Rum roll. Here we okay, was that go. Ridiculous? Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Naveed. Go ahead and post on the screen. Facebook, Becky Maxwell vote. Vogue. Congratulations. Voight. Congratulations. Voight. Voight. Facebook, Kathy, whatever. YouTube, Shauna Epperly. Becky. YouTube, Shauna Epperly. Okay. Congratulations, so, ladies. Yeah, Facebook was Bex Becky. Maxwell Voigt. I had someone in my uh, elementary class with that last name. That's how they pronounced it anyway. Was their first name Becky? No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe so it's Shana Epperly. <laughs> okay. So guess what you need to do? Reach out to me at arlittlekitchen at gmail.com. Go ahead and email me now. And I just need your name and address. And we will get the... Uh, the nice little apron shipped out to you. So um, congratulations again, Becky Vote Becky and, and Shauna Epperly. Yeah, Yay. Becky and, and if you didn't win, you can go ahead here and scan the QR code and purchase one. They take about two weeks to come out. So you still have time for getting one for the holidays, Thanksgiving, fun. How fun is that? So uh, go ahead and order it. And um and, and we have a next live coming up, don't we, Lisa? Yes. And we're trying to do these every two weeks just so we can keep up with everybody and what's going on. Oh, yeah. You know, the Amy's 16th, November the 16th. Yes. So we'll do it. The next one will be November 16th. Um, and uh, also, we have holiday fudge coming up next week, oh, yeah. Monday. So look out for Go that. Go to my social um, media. I'll show you guys what the what the flavors are. They're great. Oh, I have them. Classic chocolate, white peppermint candy cane, chocolate peanut butter, and dark chocolate cherry cordial. Oh, yeah. So, that's Chris's favorite. Oh, that's his favorite. Chris's so make sure favorite. you I love it. get a box, take it over to friends, serve it for your holiday parties. It's so good. I just, oh, my God, melts in your mouth. So. And this is where we often say before we leave, here's someone, Jody, from northern Michigan. Thank you everyone for being on and sticking with us on this because I hope you guys had a, you know, a, a great listen. We had some good conversation about just general life and how we've gotten through it and challenges, but how we've lived a good life. Wouldn't you say, Tara? Definitely. No regrets. No, no. Well, I have a few, but anyway. <laughs> But you fix another podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Well, it's it's hard to overcome regrets. Um, but she made some corrections, so that was good. Well, one of them being is I'm trying to do something that I wish I would have done when I was in college. Instead of getting a business degree, get an educational degree. But hopefully I'll be a substitute teacher here soon. I love that. It's so all about knows? the pivot, you know? Yep. It's not about yes. it, it, yep. it's not about the regrets. It's about how you pivot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. Absolutely. Oh, you Absolutely. still can make it happen regardless. All yep. right. Well, hey, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you again. Yes. For your thank time. you again. And, Lisa, um, you're a pleasure. Hope I get to meet you oh, one day. Thank you. Oh, yeah. You too. Well, oh, definitely. You know what? I'm going to have. Oh, Tara, I'm going to have to take her to a little people conference. Would that be Please. a hoot? Would that Please. be a hoot? And I'll say, see, yes. Lisa, I don't lie. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. Yes. Are you I going to Baltimore? That. Um, I'm not sure yet. Yeah, if we, I'm not sure either. Yeah, we're. You know how this world yep. is. Yep. yep. I wonder you know, where it's like at. two weeks before Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, I wonder where it's at after Baltimore. Do you know? I don't know yet. Yeah, don't they know said either. that they announced it, but I did not see. I'll it have anymore. to go on. Anyway, thank yeah. you, everyone. We're gonna have another Bye, live you. before the holidays, so tune in again. Yes. Thank you for being here, Tara. Thank you, bunches. And we'll talk soon. Yes. So nice to meet you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. As I'm trying to get out. (laughs) Oh, it's okay. And remember.